Blog Talk Radio. As of the 1st of October 2019, in South Australia, a new law was passed that allows a public servant to enter, remain, inspect, or use reasonable force to break into any premise, place, vehicle or vessel. This public servant can remove items from the premises to be used as evidence in future, and a warrant is not required if there is a suspicion, just a suspicion, that a vulnerable adult is at risk of abuse. Matters will then be directed to a court or tribunal that is not bound by the rules of evidence, can determine matters as it thinks fit, and can reach an outcome, just, on the balance of probabilities, not beyond, reasonable doubt. Victims often end up a ward of state. The public guardian and public trustee are often placed as the ultimate decision maker and take over all affairs. These laws are expected to be rolled out in other states next year. Are you scared yet? Good evening, everyone. This is Marty Oakley of the PPJ Gazette Online, and this is the DS Radio Network. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for tuning in. We are broadcasting live out of the United States of America. We also want to say good morning to our friends in Australia who help support this show. This is TS Radio Network and the Marty Oakley Show. This show was founded by the amazing Marty Oakley, and we are carrying on her torch. And we are so excited tonight because we have one of Marty's dear friends. They go way, way back and everyone loves when he comes on. We have John LaCron tonight, and we are so excited to expose AARP and the other organizations like them. Welcome, John. Good evening, Kaz. Yeah, Good we're going to go down another proverbial rabbit hole tonight. Did you want to do anything before I start my diatribe? You know, I I can't think of anything that I need to start with. I just know that I got a lot of comments when I posted about this topic, and I think we're on to a really interesting topic. I mean, just what really keyed me into AARP and the scam behind it was I started to see a few articles that were people were sharing about them, and then that's when I reached out and I thought, you know what, John's going to be the per- perfect person to talk about this situation. I've been hearing for years when bills were coming up that would hold guardians criminally ne- ne- I can't even say the word ne- negligent of um, their bad behaviors that AARP was blocking some of these laws. And when you dig deeper, you start to realize that these associations like the American Guardianship Association, they are usually backed by AARP and AARP gives um, credibility to association like that. And we can actually go onto that website and look at the members of the AGA. And we will see people that don't have uh, any good stories to be talking about. Not all of them, but there's definitely been some names that have been exposed on this show. And so an organization that's housing those kind of people and then is basically has the ear of AARP and how they're going to have their lawyers and lobbyists work is obviously something is fishy and someone's up to no good. So, John, what do you know about AARP? Ah, yes. Um, Believe it or not, I've actually been following them for about 20 years. Um. My parents refused to join because even going back all those years, they were seeing some shenanigans. Now, first of all, let's do the marketing part of it. They tell you if you're an AARP member, you know, you contribute a few dollars, you get a nice little card in the mail that says, yes, I'm a member of AARP. And you can go out and Mm -hmm. you can get breaks on your meals, hotel rooms, vehicle rentals, all these wonderful benefits, quote, unquote. Okay? So – there is a yeah. quote-unquote valid reason to want to participate. Now, they market themselves as, we're looking out for the old folk. We're here to make sure that they get exactly what's due them and to help them along. Yeah. And by having all of these voices here of the people that are getting older in age, we can protect their interests. 
Here's your problem, Kaz, and this is the problem. Protecting their interests works only for a certain point until the wrong people get elected into office, and they in turn, and when I say office, I'm not talking the political side of it. I'm talking about on the corporate headquarters side, and they start selling their people out, okay? There's simply Uh no other way for me to say this, okay? Yes, they can negotiate better prices so that you can get better prices on your medications and some of your other things that you can do, okay? That is a argument to join the organization. Counter-argument to that is, while they benefit you in that sense, they're also calling you one of their members, which by default means you are supposedly in support of anything that they stand for. So if they go up, and I have no idea how many millions of members the AARP has, but let's say for the sake of argument, 20 million members. They go up to a congressman right. or a senator and say, hey, I got 20 million people that say, you need to pass this bill. And the congressman says, yeah, I don't want to piss off 20 million old folks because they got money and they might send somebody to oppose me. So, yeah, that's the mm-hmm. lie. Because, again, they turn around and they've sold out the people. Now, remember, this entire system has been built on a lie. So let me cover a little bit of the basics for people that haven't heard me before. You are living in a system that is based on fraudulent conveyance of language and legalese. That's your law, the law side. It's based on turning everything into bonds to include your quote-unquote person. In other words, all they see is an opportunity to pillage either you or your person. Now, when I say and use the word person, I'm not talking about man or woman because, again, we're talking legalese now. The word person means organization or corporation. does not mean a man, woman, or alternative lifestyle, if you will. That's the first key. So now we're building a system, fraudulent system of banking. Again, Federal Reserve notes are not money. They are negotiable debt instruments and a liability of the United States Corporation. You can verify that by going to 12 United States Code 411. What you have to realize is that you have been born into bondage. You are literally a bond slave to be pillaged. Now, it doesn't matter if it's the AARP or any one of a number of other organizations. When you're sitting there and you're confused about why would they support this thing that actually hurts the elderly? Because let's be serious. We don't want to target the older generation for pillaging. We want to make sure they're safe, they're protected, they're taken care of. Mom and dad are good because, let's face it, we're all going to be there one day. All right? I'm no yeah. spring chicken. I'm here to tell you. And, uh, you know, but I realize that I will not be able to depend on other people. And when you realize that little detail because of the way the system has been built, this pulls into the bigger picture. Now, there was a uh, AARP commercial that I saw several years ago. And it was kind of interesting. It was a uh, young woman raising a little girl. And then there, there was, of course, a conversion. And now the little girl is a grown woman and mom is the grandma staying at the house. What's interesting was there was this thing playing in the background. There was this television, and it was a quote-unquote news article. And it was talking about rioting and war as if it was happening at that moment in time. And remember, this commercial for that moment in time was looking into the future, and the future was showing that. Well, first of all, why would you even put that into a commercial? Does that make any kind of sense at all? Does that have any relevance? Of course it is. It's programming. 
They're telling you what the future holds. Now, mm-hmm. you know that we've talked about all of the things that have taken place in 2020. Marty and I went down that rabbit hole several times in 2020. And heck, 2020 and 2021, I was spending all kinds of time in Facebook jail because I absolutely would not tolerate the fact that they were lying to people and killing people. And it was, of course, upsetting this. Now, so what happened? When did the change happen? How did the change happen? Well, you can sit there and make the argument, well, we can point to the 40s with World War II. We can point to the 50s and the 60s when we were trying to do the, uh, you know, uh, guns and butter thing. And then, of course, the 70s, we had a recession. And then the 80s and then the 90s, of course, more up and down like a yo-yo. Okay? And you Mm -hmm. can say that these different things happened along this timeline. And, of course, all of that's relevant. But what if the entire system was never designed to work long-term anyway? I call it a pyramid scheme, okay, because that's literally Mm -hmm. what it is. And this goes back not 50 years, not even 100, although we could make the argument for the Federal Reserve Act as being a major stepping stone for the bankers but you can take it back centuries, if not millennia. Again, a slow, steady drip, drip, drip. The problem we have as people is we are naturally trusting of one another, okay? We naturally feel that nobody can be this evil. Nobody can be psychopathic to this degree. You know, people like that are in straight coats and in jail cells. No. Some of the most insane people are heads of CEOs of companies and organizations. Literally. And there's nothing you can do to breed that group out. And the problem is, those are the kinds of people that are specifically targeted for these positions. People don't realize this, but most judges, and I'm talking at the federal level, if you're chosen for that position, you were targeted decades ago when you specifically took a test at the law school. They were looking for certain characteristics, and I found this out from a judge who was talking about it. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah? And she said, The point that this judge made, okay, she says, if you look at the mass of people out there, you know, you got some that are construction people, you got some that are artists, you got some that write poetry, you would have this swath of people from all different backgrounds, and you would expect that to be what you would see with a black robe. Yeah, you'd have a few jerks out there, but you'd also have some really good people. Why do we never see the good people? The same reason, it boils down to this, all profit. It's about profiting. So when we look at the AARP and say, okay, they do some good things, but why are they not? Because they've been paid off. You know, in the little thing that we wrote up for the show tonight, I brought up the point of, uh, you know, Occupy Wall Street, okay? Mm-hmm. That's a ground-up thing, okay? That started at the base level. That was not started top-down. But what happens? Anything that comes from the ground up is quickly targeted and usurped for the same purposes that these people use. And it doesn't take much. All it requires is a few people to get paid off, a few people to get put in the right positions, and all of a sudden, They're off and running, and they got another one that they can say, we got that one in the bag too. So AARP is just one of many. And, yeah, there's valid reasons we should be very concerned because killing the elderly, how did we get to this point? Easy. I can point all the way back to – I can point back to Obamacare, okay, But even Obamacare, people don't realize that Obamacare, a.k.a. Barry Satoro care, 
Who was the one that started that garbage? Well, that was Clinton. Okay? And I don't mean the Mm -hmm. bill. Hillary Clinton was part of that organization that usurped the health care system. One-seventh. One out of every seven dollars in America is about health care. I'm sure that number's gotten a lot crazier recently, but back then when they passed that thing, we warned that there would be several things that would happen. They would start saying, okay, we're now going to make decisions over who gets to live and who gets to die. Okay? I remember and we hearing got all to that. that point. All right. Yep. And people were like, so no, now, that's what you... not true. That's conspiracy theory. And it's all there in the paperwork. They didn't even hide it back then. The arguments yeah. are the same wore-out arguments they've always used. Well, if we spend a million dollars to keep them alive for another month versus spending that on education and teachers and that kind of stuff, yeah, we get the argument. But the whole system, the system is built on fraud. We can point to the AARP and say, yeah, they're doing things that in turn impacting the elderly in a negative way. Your commentary about dealing with the fact that they're in in support of things that do not protect the elderly from having people with bar cars coming in and taking over their lives. Okay? We've all heard the stories. I mean, this has been something that Mars has been preaching on for decades, literally. Yeah. Yeah. When John comes in and John looks at it, I'm not looking at it as being the sole thing. I'm looking at that as only being one part of a much larger picture. Because, again, if we want to pull in other groups, and I'll just spend a minute here, you can look at the National Rifle Association and some of the garbage that they did. Well, those were the gun-protecting people, yet they sold off their own, sold out their own members by allowing certain things to pass. Well, we got at least some of it. Yeah, while you threw everything that was important under the bus and the criminal cabal got what they wanted. It's incrementalism. It's always incrementalism. They don't start out this way. It's just, the time I was in my early 20s, the 1990s, you know, I was watching what Bill Clinton was doing in the White House and all of his cronies, and I'm going, amazing. The American people are falling for this garbage? Really? Now, I knew as a kid, as a kid, that all these things were going to come. That wasn't a surprise. What surprised me was how the American people rolled over so quickly. And we're talking the 1990s. We're not talking modern. And then I sit there and I watch what happened in the early 2000s. You know, I'm warning everybody that they've got a plan. They've got an agenda. And I knew in 2006 that the recession of 2008 was coming. Okay? And I warned people about it. And wham! You know, even my own father. I told my father a month before they crashed the stock market. I begged my dad, get out. Get out. He didn't listen to me. They pillaged hundreds of thousands of dollars because he would not listen to his son. We get into wow. what this mindset, we get into this mindset, and it is a mindset, that everything's okay. There's no fire burning down the house. Yeah, there's a little something going on in the kitchen, but it's just a little smoke. I, there may be a little orange flame over there, but it'll be okay until it's not. And the problem is we have gotten to such a point where we have become either absolutely blinded to what's going on or we've gotten to the point where we've said to ourselves, I can't do anything about it anyway, so whatever. I won't be around here to have to deal with it. And unfortunately, we see this with the majority of the people. Yeah. Marty Oakley... Because you and I, we have been the point of the spear 
for so long. We've never known a time that we haven't been in the fight, okay? We've lived it our whole lives. But the thing is, it when we've been labeled conspiracy theorists, no, I'm a conspiracy yes. analyst, okay? <laughs> I analyze this conspiracy like and tell you about it years in advance. Now, if you don't want to listen okay. to me, that's up to you. But I'm trying to teach you something. So yep. you boil it down. And you look at that, you say, okay, I've got the AARP over here doing this. I've got the National Rifle Association over there doing this. I've got a, uh, a union for uh, car makers doing this. And, of course, you've got all the corporations writing these laws, too, saying, hey, pass this. And, listen, we gave you $100,000 for your re-election campaign. You know, maybe you can give us a little bit of that there extra gravy put us, you know, a million or two dollars back at us, you know, so we can continue this reciprocity. That's where we're at, Kaz. At literally a point where there is absolutely nothing, nothing coming out of Washington, the District of Criminals, or the state legislatures that's in the interest of the American people. Nothing. No, and and we have a question that was just come in to me, and I told them that I would ask you. It's a two-part. First, um, with the membership, um, the data, do they know who is single, who's living alone, so that they can be targeted? And the other thing is, what do you think about these life alert necklaces and that kind of stuff that you would always be carrying around on you? Two-edged sword for the second question, and I'll get to that after I answer the first. Okay. Yes. Everything is about data collection, but I need you to listen to me carefully. This is important, my friend. This is so important. You need to comprehend it. When you join an organization, whether it's the AARP or your local church or your local Democrat or Republican parties, you are contributing not just your life force energy, but they can actually profit financially off of you through bonds in the background. Now, you may not realize this, but those of us that know how the world really works not the way they told you that it does, know this to be the case. All of a sudden, they're producing all these bonds in your name because Mm. you're one of their members. See? You should never have to pay any quote-unquote income taxes. All you should have to do is fill out some paperwork in theory and send it off to them, and they go directly to the treasury and collect it. Now, remember, the Internal Revenue Service is a criminal enterprise out of, uh, you know, not even America. Okay? It's out of Puerto Rico. It's a criminal enterprise, and all you're doing is you're making a gift donation to them. Now, I realize what you've been told. Oh, God forbid you don't fill out that 1040 every year. They will come on in. They will steal everything you own. They will beat down your door. And they will terrorize you and take your paychecks and do all those nasty things. Yeah, they will, unless you know what they're doing and you put them in checkmate. But that doesn't change the fact that most people are living in perpetual fear. Now, remember, folks, and if you're going to get anything from this show tonight, please get this point. The fear that we have is the tool that the criminal class is using to exploit us. Fear of, I don't have enough money as a retiree. I need to do anything that I can to make sure that I can keep as much of my money, quote unquote, because there's no such thing as money circulating in America right now. It's only a negotiable debt instrument. That is the argument. Now, here's what I need people to realize. Everything is based on bonds. Everything is based on debt. Everything is based on fraud. You must, you must, you must start at that as a baseline. You can't say, oh, John, you're crazy. You can't go there. 
you have to start at that as being the baseline. Because then all of a sudden, this stuff starts making perfect sense. You know, I spent decades of my life looking for my answers, saying, what are they doing? Why are they doing this? It's insane. Nothing makes any sense. Until I figured out what they were doing. And believe me, it was not an easy study. It was going down rabbit holes. It was looking at court cases. It was looking at documents written decades, if not centuries earlier. And you sit there and you think to yourself, I cannot believe that we got here. But we did. But how did we get here? Right back to the point I made a few minutes ago. One small bit. It's not the single cut of a paper cut that kills you. It's the million of them that drain just a tiny little bit of blood every time there's a small fight. You have been monetized, my friend, and I don't know how to tell you anything else. Now, since we're talking to a lot of retirees right now, I'm sure, I need you retirees to listen to me very, very, very carefully. This is not conspiracy theory. This is conspiracy fact. They have changed the legal system and the laws, quote-unquote, because it's all legal garbage. It's not law. Law is simple. Three words, eight letters, do no harm. That's law. Everything else is contracts and fraud. But here's what you need to know, retirees, and those of you folks that think you're going to have a retirement. First of all, social insecurity is a pyramid scheme. I knew that in my 20s. Okay? Okay. I was still in the Army at the time, and I was going to college, and they wanted us to do a four-page thing on something, and I chose social insecurity as my subject matter. Oh, wow. Before I was done, I, before I was finished, I had like 40 pages. Remember, my assignment was for like four or five pages. I had like 40 pages because I couldn't stop that rabbit hole. And... A lot of the information I was getting was from a New York Democrat at the time. Now, he's long dead. He was an ugly guy. I can't even remember his name right now. Um, I think it was Hillary Clinton that went after his spot when they killed off John F. Kennedy Jr. And, yeah, he was murdered. Here's what you need to know. That's the first thing. There is no Social Security trust fund. It's all been thrown into the bonds. Those bonds have gone through the floor. With these higher interest rates, those bonds are about worthless. They're monetizing the debt, ladies and gentlemen. It's all a house of cards, and it is failing. So I know what you're now saying. Well, John, that's okay. I never expected to get anything from Social Security anyway. I get it, you know. The criminal scumbags. I know they were criminals back in the day, so I invested in the stock market. Woohoo! I'm taken care of. Yeah, good luck with that. Played the same game with the stock and bond market. Listen carefully. The DTTC Depository Trust. I like to call it Depository Trust Criminal Corporation, okay? But the Depository Trust Corporation control of your assets. There are no stocks and bonds out there anymore for you to hold in your hand. There are not. You don't say, I own a share of General Motors. See, here's my piece of paper that says so. No, ladies and gentlemen, it's all held by the DTCC, 100% of it. Now, you say, but John, I get a statement every single month that says, I've got so many shares of Exxon, I've got so many shares of this, that, or the other. You better look and look at that document really closely. It says you don't own squat. Calls you a what? beneficiary. 
It does not call you an owner. You own nothing. Forget the fact that it's all capital letters, capitus diminutio maxima in your name. Okay? That means maximum loss of status in Latin. That's your driver's license. That's your bank statement. Those things, and I've talked about it before, and we'll take a minute and talk about it again. There are only five things in this world, five things in this world that are in all capital letters. They are as follows. The name of a ship, the name of a corporation, the name of a dead body, the name of a slave, or the title to what's called a sesquivai, that means proof of life trust. Now, in any of those things, you did not hear me say man or woman. Now, when you walk into one of the maritime admiralty, constructive contract, and racketeering fraud, kangaroo court, star chambers, and my paperwork says it, and I look those black robes in the face, and I say it to their faces too. They can't challenge my facts. When you are dealing with these people, you think that you own things. You think you have rights. Five of those things, you are never, ever looked at a man as being a man or a woman with rights. No. When you call yourself a United States citizen, I tell you what that means, folks. That means you're a 14th Amendment corporate debt slave. Well, John, it hasn't been slavery since the Civil War, which I like to refer to as the War of Northern Aggression. And I also like to refer to that as the Third Civil War. Because we seem to forget we were all Englishmen in the First Civil War. Of course, you had the Second Civil War, which was the War of 1812. And I've explained this again, and I've done it on this show. The Third, quote-unquote, Civil War. What about it? What happened? Every war is the same, ladies and gentlemen. Every war for the last 200 plus years has been for the exact same reason. Banking profit. Both sides are financed by the same care who wins because they win in either case. They win in either case. Unreal. You sit here and you look at You sit here and you look at Eisenhower. Don't believe the guy talking to you. Go do your own research. Find it on YouTube. General Eisenhower, president retiring, warning people about the military-industrial complex. Fast forward a few years. Then you got a guy named John F. Kennedy. Well, he had something to say about those dark cloak dagger characters also, didn't he? They had something for him on November 22nd of 1963, didn't they? Well, it was a lone gunman, John. Yeah. You keep on believing that. They got the names of the shooters. They got the locations of where they are, how many teams there were, who it was. And it went all the way up to the friggin' White House. Because the vice president, Lyndon Baines Johnson, the day before, who was looking at serving jail time for his crimes, including the murder of his sister. Wow. Tomorrow, my problems go away. That was November 21st, 1963. Please wake up, people. Please wake up. When I sit here and I tell people, listen, prep for what's coming. And I get everybody's on a budget. John's on a budget. I get it. Doesn't mean go out and spend $10,000 tomorrow on a bunch of groceries. No. It means go out there and every so often when you go to the grocery store, buy an extra bag of beans or an extra bag of rice, things with long-term storage ability. When I say buy a little gold or a little silver, I didn't tell you to go out and spend $30,000 today. Spend $40, get yourself a couple ounces of silver. Spend, you know, 
$250 and get yourself a tenth of an ounce of gold. Okay? And you're not doing this because John told you to do this. You're doing this because you hope you never have to use it. You hope that you never have to use it. It is an insurance policy. Okay? Get that. It is an insurance policy. And if it start if your food that you've been stockpiling starts to get close to the expiration date, give it to a food bank. It'll go and then update it. You're contributing to your neighbors who might not have as much as you. You're contributing to society in a positive manner rather than watching the AARP and other people undermine what we are supposed to be building, which is a better world. Now, I've been around for a while, okay? And I can assure you that the world from 1982 is not the world of 2024. Now, 2024 looks an awful lot like 1984, the book. Wow. Time to wake up, people. And who were the people that wrote these books? Who were the people that were talking about all of this decades ago, saying this is the future? Times have I said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not sitting here looking at tea leaves. I'm not looking at the stars. I'm not sitting there looking into a crystal ball. I'm not psychic. None of that. All I am doing is looking at what these people say they're going to do, listening to them tell us that they're going to do it, listening to them tell us in advance, that's the contract, this is what I plan to do. So when we sit there and say, well, that's kind of strange, but okay, they got contracts. Now they can do whatever they want, including murder you. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Psychopath 101. Really, folks? Prior to the pandemic, and that's what it was, a pandemic. There was no quote-unquote virus. It was all in the damn injection material. It was designed to kill people. Why? They have to reduce the population because the liabilities they have are too much. They've made too many promises they can't keep. Today, I saw it popped up on my thing. I think it was $33 trillion is what we just rolled out over. And when I say we, I'm not referring to me. I'm USA goes $33 trillion, which means the taxpayer, no, it's at the title, is in the hole for X amount. Uh, 33 trillion is the cheap side. Try over 100 with a T trillion. Promises that were made that were never, ever, ever intended to be kept. They knew it from the start. Pyramid scheme after pyramid scheme after pyramid scheme. If the American people can vote their way into the treasury, Look out. Guess what? They can. Pay off a few congressmen, a few senators. It's cheap. A few million dollars, you've got it up, going on. Mm-hmm. Take them to a certain little island in the middle of nowhere, throw some underage girls at it, then you really got them for life, and it doesn't even cost you anything. Oh, isn't that disgusting? Welcome to your world, yeah. my friends. I'd love to tell you that things are getting better. No, things are getting a lot crazier and worse. Now, let's discuss something, though. And you've heard me talk about this also on this show. You can see a lot of older people saying, I can't change it. There's nothing I can do. I might just roll over and die. That's what they want. Yeah. Know this, though, ladies and gentlemen. It's all a mind game. Never forget it. It's a game. They're messing with your mind. Trauma-based mind control is what it's called. It's an agenda, and they've known how to do it for longer than I can count. Trauma-based mind control. 
So how do you get out of that mindset? First of all, recognize you're not alone. I cannot stress this enough. Ladies and gentlemen, you aren't alone. Why did they want separation? Why did they shut down the churches after the pandemic of 2020, a.k.a. Event 201? Why did they shut down the churches? Why did they want people not going to visit mom, dad, grandpa, grandma? Because we have the power. We've always, always, always had the power. The psychopaths are a fraction of 1% of the population, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I know they got about 4 or 5% of the rest of the population is, you know, the subject group that's uh, goons that will do whatever they're told. I get that. It's still a minor, minor minority. I travel the world as a kid. Even now, I travel different states almost every weekend now. And I interact with people. Now, the venues I'm going to have a tendency to be more conservative, okay? I get that. But there's people that are woken up that weren't awake five years ago. Why are we being censored online? Why are they deleting websites? Why did they close down my YouTube and countless other YouTube? Because we were getting our message out. We were telling people what was going on. We were helping them to see past the lies. Now, for those that wanted to do whatever and refused to look at the facts and the evidence and try to see a point of view where we're trying to help people, we can't change their choices. Even now, today, I cannot change people's choices. I'm a big free will guy. I really am. I have no problem whatsoever with people choosing to terminate themselves because they're too stupid, okay? They've, got a, they've actually got an award for that. It's called the Darwin Award. Look it up. Yeah. And I think a lot of people that went and said, oh, my corporate master says that I need to go out and get this thing, and it's good for me, and it'll keep me safe. And What did I tell you earlier, ladies and gentlemen? Fear as a tool of control. K to have the fear as an initial emotion. I get it. Been to combat. I know what it's like. You better think outside the box at that point. You take a step back. You let the fear pass over. At that point, critical thinking, logic, reason, ask the question. That's the John, problem. We have a call- they haven't told us. We have a caller that wants to ask you a question. Go. Are you ready? All right. Go. Let me get him on. We have area code 303. I do not know where that's at. Area code 303, you're live and on the air. Do you have a question for John? Um, no, I was just listening, and I was just like, oh, man, this guy is is shooting straight from the hip, and he's absolutely square. Um, this is Robin Austin, and uh, – I've been oh, doing my research Robin. so many years. Hi. Nice to see you. Nice to talk to you. Hi, John. Um, and I'm sitting here with hey. Lynn Fleming, and and, uh, and we have our own radio show talking about court corruption, but I've been watching how the patterns of the uh, in military-industrial complex and the corporatocracy that, has, that this nation has morphed into have gradually removed freedoms and instituted controls and, you know, when I look at it, I, I really see the, the outworking and outpicturing of, of something that looks like the Fourth Reich. I mean, this, this nation is under the thumb of a tyranny that's been planned since way, way before any of us were born. And, uh, and it is being executed. And the, the plans are moving along apace. And really, it's, uh, it's astounding how obvious and clear it can be and how ignored it can be at the same time. It, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's a pandemic. There's no other word that makes it planned and executed. 
And I really just if wanted you, to add my voice to yours. I don't really have a question. <laughs> I just had to make a comment. Just, just a, yeah, you're, John, preach it. You're telling truth. Thank you so much for your comments and your support. I'm going to go ahead and put you back over to mute. And, John, what do you think of your comments? People are agreeing with you here. We're waking up. I know, and that's the whole secret. They can censor us as much as they want on certain platforms and on the Internet, but they can't censor us indefinitely. The word has gotten out. People are open to the conversation, and that's critical. And I'd like to point out a couple little details real quick, and I know we're running short on time because you wanted to keep this at about an hour. But the point number one is (laughs) the Russian Revolution, 1917. Who did it? Okay. New York bankers. Why was the Rothschilds welcomed in Russia when the Rothschilds were the ones that the communists supposedly were fighting against? Why was he welcomed as a hero? Because he was the guy that financed them. World War II, who financed Adolf Hitler? Same people. George Bush, senior his father had banking, was part of that. A senator. We forget these little details. Those engines in those trucks with Germany were Ford engines, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Ford yep. engines. All wars are bankers' wars. My final point for the night, ladies and gentlemen, you're in a war now. Please recognize that it is a multifaceted, multi-pronged war. Your life is dependent upon what you do with that information right now. You're being sprayed like a bug. You're being poisoned through your water, through your air. You're being poisoned through your food. All of this is happening and your health care, quote-unquote, which isn't. It's all designed to kill you because they've got bills. They have made promises that cannot be kept. AARP is just one of a million different organizations out there that look at you as being a giant snake to be eaten. They don't care about you. Back to you, Cod. Oh, my gosh. The one thing that I used to I used to be this, like, sweet, naive little girl. I know, shocking. And then guardianship and watching what was done in the courts, and that really woke me up to what's going on in the world. And I always say, had I not gone through this, I would be this little sheeple going along with the masses, like what I see all around me. And there's very few people I can even have these conversations with because, they think I'm crazy, and um, but it, in a way, as evil of the done to me, they gave me a gift, and that is just to really be aware what's really going on. Changed my whole way of thinking, and I mean, I have a whole bunch of new friends. And Marty, oh my gosh, being—I mean, she was one of my best friends. Uh, for that four years that we did this podcast, we were texting and talking almost daily. I even would, I mean, we weren't even talking about the podcast all the time. We would just talk about other stuff. But I used to always tell her, you know, she that I would have been this little naive, you know, I would have just been going along with the flow. And so I think that a lot of people who are listening and you're listening to these shows and to Luann's shows and Robin's shows, you, your mind is more open to this, and I hope that you realize that you are mentally tough. Everything that you're going through, you're fighting, you're fighting the corruption. You are mentally tough. You are more mentally tough than the average citizen out there in the United States. And, John, I would just like to hear what is, what's your interpretation of somebody who's gone through this and just coming out more mentally tough than the rest of the sheeple out there. Because there's got to be a reward in that. And what's it going to be when we start, like when crap hits the fan? One of the points that I make to people is this. 
you know, about me. It doesn't hurt me. I'm not egotistic. I am egotistical, but on a long story, I don't actually care. But people don't like what I have to say, and it's okay. The point is, here's my take on it, Con. I'm here to save lives, and I can tell you factually I've already done it. I've had several people tell me, John, you saved my life. Aww. Don't think I don't value that. My job is to make the criminal class mute. One of the crystal clear points I need everybody to get. Do you not like these people? Do you want their agenda to fail? It's easy. It's not a complicated thing at all. It doesn't require a war, although it does require some accountability, some prosecutions, and, of course, executions. But that's a different story. Stop consenting to the tyranny. It's been the theme of mine for longer than I can remember. Stop consenting to the tyranny. Because what happens when they say, we need to raise an army to go kill somebody overseas? And we say no. What happens when they say, we need to take taxes from you because you owe us. We say no. What changes? All of a sudden, we're sitting there looking at the little old man playing on the things in the background behind the green curtain. This is where we need to be. It's not complicated. It does not require everything that they tell us it does. If you learn their system, and again, this is critical, learn what they're doing, learn how they're doing. I mean, I've had friends of me come to me and say, hey, I got this letter from the IRS. I said, sure, hand it to me. I turn around. I write the IRS a letter on behalf of my party, and I tell them, this is what you sign, how you sign it, and send it back to them. And they call me and say, John, they went away. Yeah, I know. Interesting, huh? Knowledge is power. <laughs> but we want to sit here and be ignorant. We want to sit here yeah. and watch our television set, infatuation all over the case with what's going on online, watch the mainstream propaganda they masquerade as being news. And remember, folks, a court case proved this. It's not news. They had a court case. It's entertainment. I don't know about you, but I'm kind of sick of that propaganda masquerading as quote-unquote entertainment masquerading as quote-unquote news. Mm-hmm. Because once you yeah. know the scam, now you can sit there and turn around and say, okay, now let's find out why. How is it that I hear something and immediately I know it's wrong? The day of 9-11, the day of 9-11, who was behind it, why it was going on? And, of course, everybody called me crazy then. I mean, the day of cause. And yet, weeks, months, years later, everything I said was factual. Why? Because when you've been studying the conspiracy so long and you've been following who the players are and what the players are doing, it's just, it fits right in. Why was I able to tell people in March of 2020, don't get any shots and don't believe the hype? In May of 2020, on this show with Marty, I was telling people, whatever they offer you in the next year, don't take it. It's designed to kill you. You can still listen to the radio show. It's still online there at Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. And you listen to that two hours that me and Marty did that show. You will find out that 100% of everything I talked about on that show came to pass. 100% of it. Again, not psychic. Don't read tea leaves. (laughs) Not looking in a crystal ball. I'm just following the conspiracy trying to explain it to people. Please, my friend, 
Don't give up hope. You are the hope. Every time you drop a little hint to somebody, maybe you don't convince them. That's okay. I have this theory, and I think it holds true. People will hear. They will either comprehend or it becomes a little nugget, a little seed that gets planted. Now, remember, you can throw a million seeds out there, and only a few of them actually turn into full-grown plants. Maybe it's your seed that's the final one necessary, or maybe your seed is the very first one to get, and they've got to get some more seeds planted and some more watering before they wake up, or maybe they never do. But it's okay, because if you did your part, if you did your part, your conscience is clean. Now, I know we got to go, but one more quick story. I was sitting there at a coin show, and I do this all the time. I had a guy come in, and I always, I give people an opportunity to win a little silver if I feel led to do it. And I tell them this. I says, listen, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I'm going to ask you a question. Do not answer it until I tell you the answers it is not. Okay? And this man, I says, okay, this is the same question I asked everybody. When voting for the president of the United States, you're voting for the president of a what? Now, here are the answers it is not. You're not voting for the president of a country. You're not voting for the president of a democracy. You're not voting for the president of a republic. Now, before I could get to those three things that were not, table from me said republic, because he thought that was the answer I wanted to hear from him. And I gave him, I finished asking the questions after he said that, and before I could tell him the answer, he says, corporation. He knew the answer, but he assumed He assumed I wanted to hear a different answer. And remember, I always tell people, wait for me to say what it is not. And I look at him, I says, you knew the answer. Why did you? Knowledge, ladies and gentlemen, is power. People, when this system, which is designed to fail, fails, it's designed to fail people, not if, when this system fails, There's going to be people out there asking questions. How powerful will it be for you to be able to sit there and give them the answers? And if you can convince a few of your friends, your neighbors, your loved ones to do a little bit of stockpiling, all of a sudden you all can survive and thrive. You see, we are literally, ladies and gentlemen, at a T intersection. You can turn left. You can turn right. Okay? There are only two directions to go now. The gloves have come off. Everybody should know full well this is a full-blown system of tyranny, okay? There's no secrets here. They are not hiding anything anymore. They are just blatant about it. They're not even hiding it. You know, for 20 years, 30 years, back in the 80s, they were hiding y'all. Nah, y'all just looking at those chemtrails, you know, a little bit of water particles behind the aircraft. Yeah, that's why there's tic-tac-toe pattern with 20 airplanes up there now, okay? It was amazing, cause I was looking up at the sky after a storm we had up here, and I hadn't seen such a yeah. beautiful blue sky. I hadn't seen that in so long, I couldn't remember. Now, do you know how long it took to have those aircraft up there doing the tic-tac-toe pattern? Less than six hours. Yeah. But God, it was so wow. beautiful so to see to see the sky that I remember as a kid for at least three minutes prior to me moving on with my day, only to walk outside and see them doing the tic-tac-toe thing. You're being sprayed like a bug, people. But the point is, folks, T-intersection. They are selling you slavery and an early death. We are selling you love, freedom, long life, peace, prosperity. Who has the easier selling platform? Who's got something that everybody should be interested in unless you're an absolute psychopath? Stop consenting to the tyranny. Back to you, God. Thank you so much, Don. We're pretty much out of time. I'm 
Oh my gosh, you you just had a full board. Everyone loves hearing you and you're just the wisdom that you share with us. And thank you so much for being my friend that I inherited from Marty. I inherited so many beautiful friends from her. And I can't wait for all of us to get together again in that afterlife. But anyway, next week we have a great show. I have a guest and we're going to be hearing from a terrible, terrible situation about uh, guardianship, keeping married people apart. It's just going to, it's just, um, can't wait to let everyone hear the story. And we're hoping that we'll have a lot of people tuning in because this is a story that really needs to go viral. We want to real quick thank our sponsors, Marcel Reed and the Whistleblower Summit, the National Association to Stop Guardianship Abuse, and the Australian Association to Stop Guardianship and Administration Abuse and Shenanigans in the Montgomery County Facebook page. Everyone have a wonderful night. And, John, thank you again so much. Good night, everyone. El año pasado, más del 25% de todas las muertes causadas por accidentes de tráfico estuvieron relacionadas con los efectos del alcohol o drogas. No se arriesgue a conducir bajo los efectos del alcohol o drogas. Todos contamos contigo. Un mensaje de la Policía Estatal de Nueva Jersey. Ok, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.